Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I think I might have an ant problem, Jim. Uh-oh. You got ants crawling around in, in your house? Every spring I got to go do some ant work, but uh-huh. uh, it's, mine's not as bad as last year. I think I've figured out a strategy. What is your ant work? What do you do to prevent them from um, coming into your house? I I put those little pucks, whatever uh-huh. you call those, uh, traps. all around the house. Ant <laughs> traps all around the house, and then uh, in, in my front door and side door, there's this clear liquid. I forget exactly what it's called, but uh, what you do is you put it around your windows or places where ants are coming in, and then like make a barrier of glue looking stuff. So I put that around major entrances and windows and stuff. And it's working for you. It, I, occasionally, I'll see one once a week, maybe two a week. Five one nine six four three ninety six ninety six. If you know anything about ants, because I'm getting worried. What Initially, happened? they're on the main floor. They'd be crawling around like near uh, you know, my back sliding door. I'd I'd see them in that area. Then I started seeing them in the kitchen, and now I'm starting to see ants upstairs. Uh oh. I don't like it. I put some of those pucks out, and then my wife read the package, and it says. Uh, the ants will bring the poison back to the colony and kill the whole colony. Uh-huh. And my uh, my wife said, I don't want to kill the whole colony. I just want to kill the ones in our house. So she took the pucks away. Oh my <laughs> I, know. I know your wife is a sweet lady, but this is yeah. man versus nature here. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is stand your ground rules. <laughs> so she didn't want to kill the whole colony. Uh. We don't have the pucks anymore. Oh. I'm, there's plenty of ants. There's no there's, there's no, no worry about how many ants. It's not bees here. And these some of these ants are big black ants. I'm worried they might be carpenter ants and maybe they're doing damage to to my house. I don't know what's going on. Hey FM ninety six. Yeah, you're talking about ants. What kind of ant expertise do you have? Oh, maybe not any expertise, but I live in the country and I deal with them every year. Even uh one year so they want warm moist places like most bugs and uh one year in the, the keurig machine there was a giant like i mean giant nest like ah. once you took the screws apart and got into the heart of it oh it so your coffee was filtering through an ant colony yeah it was absolutely <laughs> insane inside of there that'll burn so some i fat. got it moved out of there so i did whatever i did you know shook it outside sprayed it whatever but obviously Probably thousands fell out amongst moving it, and they're just everywhere. Come on. At what and point like do you just throw the cure later, Five days later, they were in the Culligan machine. Uh, so you did not throw your coffee machine out. You kept making coffee oh, with it. Oh, no. No, I threw it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to at that point. <laughs> well, I've heard horror stories that uh, people, you know, they'll, they'll do a renovation. They'll take a piece of drywall off, and yep. a waterfall of ants will just come spilling out. That's my nightmare. Onto the floor. So this is my concern. Meanwhile, my wife doesn't want to hurt the cute little ants. <laughs> yeah. I think Pretty she- much what Jim said. I get those little round pucks, I think, that he's talking about. Those are the cheaper ones. Yeah. You go to Canadian Tire, there's these, like, little gel packs. That the heavy-duty ones. 
I think yeah, I need those. I think I gotta I gotta move up. I will I will and, warn everybody. I put them out first earlier in the spring and didn't realize you had to punch the side on some of them. So I just had just these blank, ineffective. Yeah, pucks. you gotta make sure the holes are there so the ants crawl the in. The ones I Jim. bought last year didn't have those. But, but like we get them so bad. Like I I put like six upstairs, six downstairs. I'm gonna put them out while my wife's at work, and I'm gonna have to collect them all and hide them before she gets home because she doesn't <laughs> under want under the fridge, under yeah. the stove. I'm sure if if uh, a thousand ants came crawling out of the coffee maker, she'd change her tune pretty quick. Change your mind real quick. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Do you have an ant problem in your house? Yes, we have an ant problem, too. And what are you doing about it? It's a little spray called Ampigon, and within two days of spraying just uh, a little bit of everywhere on the house, no problems anymore. What about a little kid running around? Is it okay with a toddler um, in the house? I have two young kids, too, and I just sprayed a lot higher. Uh-huh. And then around where they're not really playing or anything like that and let them know. Where do you spray, Let them though? know who's boss. <laughs> where, where, like, when you say you spray higher, do you spray it on the walls or door handles? Like, like, uh, yeah, on the walls of the house, or they'll walk up the wall and go through different areas of the house type thing. They'll get in anywhere. Huh. But basically, a whole perimeter spray. Ant be gone? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Ampicon. It's good stuff. It works. Costs about nine bucks, and that takes care of all your problems. Yeah, I'd pay nine bucks to get those ants out of my house. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your uh, What's your ant problem solution? Uh, get some wax paper. Uh huh. Cut little squares and get the uh, drops, the the liquid drops, mm. and put a liquid drop in Craft each one, time. and then tuck it underneath things. And um, you don't have any? Do you have pets? No. Okay, so tuck it underneath the corners of stuff where nobody can get at, and uh, they will come to that liquid. And I did it in a back room of my old place, and it was like a genocide. Three days later, there's just dead ants everywhere. And they're the big ants, right? Because the big ants can't get into those small traps. So you have to have the liquid to get those carpenter ants. Dead ants. So put, dead, so ants. It, <laughs> dead ants. Dead ants. Dead ants. Dead ants. Dead ants. So you put it on the wax paper because if you just drop it somewhere, it's just going to absorb into the material. So you put it on the I wax do paper. have, and, and a big concern is my my son getting into that stuff. Well, you tuck you tuck it way like behind things, underneath things, outside, like around. Okay, hide it right in in in, in a cabinet, like behind the garbage can or something like that. Yeah, like tuck it underneath little frames that aren't you know perfectly set up, right? Like slide it in these places where the ants will be, and then they'll take it back to the nest, and you're good to go. Thank you. Hey, FM 96. Hey, you got a problem with ants? I do. Uh, try crushed cinnamon. Sprinkle it around the windows and your doors. Crushed cinnamon? That sounds like an ant's delight. No, the ants, <laughs> the ants absolutely hate it. Mind you, you'll have the ants in the house, but at least you'll be able to kill those ones. But it'll stop the ants from coming in. My the cinnamon doesn't kill the ants. It just deters them from coming into the house? Yeah, they, they hate it. Kind of like a my, vampire garlic situation? Yeah, my, my grandmother used to do it at her trailer all the time, and you, you'd see the ants would walk up and then turn around and walk away. They, no, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> something about it, they don't like it. Oh, my wife would like that solution. And then if you She's want She's all to, about uh, the, uh, the natural... Uh, the natural remedies. We don't want to kill them. We just want to take away their appetite for a couple hours. Just want to spice well, them up a little bit. Kill them without her knowing. Take some boiled water and pour it down the ant hole. As soon as the the queen ant is killed, they all they all die off. I guess. Huh. I'm not going to hear them screaming, am I? Uh, I 
don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, try, try the cinnamon to keep them out of the house. We had a lot of fun with the grand finale of Game of Stones. Three of the biggest Rolling Stones fans in London, Melanie, Natalie, and Ray, doing some Stones karaoke to try and win tickets to the show. I'll never be your beast of burden. My back is broad, but it's a hurting. All I want is for you to make love to me. <laughs> never stop. stop. Keep it going. Whoa, there it is! <laughs> I'll never stop. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a jazzercise class. Oh, man, cry. Never stop. <laughs> Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Start me up. Woo! <laughs> you make a grown man cry. You make a grown man cry. Heard the diesel turning all down the line. Yeah, in the wiser humming. All down the line Yeah It's children singing All down the line The judges are back And by judges I mean myself, Jim Kelly and Devin Peacock Yeah Game of Stones for giving away some Rolling Stones tickets. Gold Circle. These tickets are not cheap. Did any of you think about buying tickets? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I was going to. You were going to? Well, there's still time to get in there because tickets still available. Uh, details online at fm96.com if you want to buy your way in. It looks like it's going to be a nice weekend to be outdoors watching the Rolling Stones. So we just had our three finalists perform their favorite Rolling Stones song live on the air. And in front of the camera, we have decided that the best performance and the winner of those Gold Circle Rolling Stones tickets... Contestant number two, Natalie! Oh my god, yeah! Oh my god. Oh, she's back in the mix. You are going to see the Rolling Stones. Oh my god, I'm so excited. You have no idea. You're scaring me, lady. I can't tell you're excited. Jim, did you notice? That's the sound Mick's latest wife made when she realized she got knocked up by yeah. I got my money! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Thank you. Yo, know, we'll see you in Burles Creek on Saturday. Ah, yeah! Woo! Okay. 96 rocks! Yeah! <laughs> we will have a security guard beside you the whole time just in case you tackle Keith or Mick. I'm worried. Holy I'm God. worried if this is you sober on a Tuesday morning, what is this Saturday evening after a couple beers at a Rolling Stones concert going to be like? It's going to be frightening. <laughs> In a good way. Now we have to say thank you to our other two contestants. They did a great job as yeah. well. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. Yeah. You thank had you. fun, Ray? You enjoyed yourself? Absolutely. So much fun. And Melanie, you said that you're already a winner because this is something that you never would have done on your own. You're, you've kind of come out of your shell a little bit, performing karaoke in front of a camera. You enjoyed the experience, right? Yes, definitely. Well, we're sending you both to see the Rolling Stones, too. Oh, awesome. No way. That's awesome. FM 96 rocks. <laughs> that is awesome. 
Well, I, come on. Can't you do better than that? You're going to the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. Taz, I think we picked the right winner. <laughs> yeah. You two both have general admission tickets oh to God, see the Rolling crazy. Stones Thank on you. Saturday in Burles Creek. Thank you so much. This Thank is amazing. FM rocks. If you're new to the Taz show, we like to give out Tasmania kudos and Tasmania pudos. Kudos when you do something good. Kudos! And pudos when you do something that's not so good or annoying. Pudos! And Jim Kelly, you've got a pudos you want to get off your chest here. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, I went to Toronto to go see The Book of Mormon, the play by the South Park guys. Yeah, yeah, the... the it's, it won a ton of Tony Awards when it first came out. So it's back in Toronto? It's back in Toronto. Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, you know, I was looking for... I'm a huge South Park fan. Had you never seen it before? Never seen it before. I went with my girlfriend. She had seen it before, and it was so good she wanted to see it again. And I'm a big fan of everything they've done. Team America, World Police. <laughs> Even Orgasmo is a good one, too. <laughs> but... So I was really looking forward to it. The, pl- the place is packed, and there was a girl behind us. Uh, it's at the Ed Mervis Theater, beautiful theater, uh, filled with people. Girl behind us with uh, three of her friends. And, you know, I could hear them talking beforehand, and she had seen it before, and she seemed like a bit of a super fan. No big deal. But it's a musical, and the show starts. Next thing you know, the girl behind us starts singing along to the song. She was the only person in our vicinity, or in the theater, as far as I could tell, that was singing along to the musical theater. And... The thing is, it's one thing to do it in a show where it's just, it just has music, but it's another when it's the songs are jokes. So uh-huh. you're trying to listen for the punchlines in the songs, and, and she's kind of like, ruining them? It, I've been to a bunch of musicals that where if you the story is being told during the song. So totally. It's, it's almost like the characters are having conversations that is that are pro- propelling the story forward while they're singing. Absolutely. It's not like uh, Mamma Mia, right? You go see Mamma Mia... Those are just ABBA songs that they've thrown in yeah, there. Or Rock of Ages or something like that. Sure. And there are places that you can sing along, but this isn't Rocky Horror Picture Show. Shut up, lady. You know, And she kept on doing it. And like every song she would sing, not the whole time, but like during the, you know, just the parts. And you're trying to watch and it would just take you out of the moment. Started really getting And when she's not skin. singing, all you're thinking about is when is she going to start singing? Exactly. And then she starts and then your skin crawls. And then, and then she'd be like, they did that different last time to the beats are different like, uh, like when people are cheering oh, this isn't the normal actor this yeah. is the stand in and all she's doing in that moment is trying to let everybody around her know that she's a bigger fan than they are right yeah or, it's, or a, it's just like, completely ignorant to social cues it's it's she she wants attention yeah hey listen next time uh Audition for the play. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay a hundred dollars to hear you sing. You know what about concerts though, Jim? Is it okay to sing at a concert? Concerts are cool because those are songs that everybody knows, and concerts are kind of a communal effort, unless and, it's like an acoustic. And set. it's a lot louder too. It's a lot louder. So chances are you're singing. You're not yeah. going to drown out. Uh, Def Leppard on stage. Yeah, and you know everybody who goes to a concert is generally listens to those albums time and time again before they go. You go to this show, you've never heard these songs before. I hadn't. Um, so yeah, don't sing in musical theater. Pudos. Unless you're in the play, then you have to sing. <laughs> yes. Uh, Devin and I, I, I think, are about to fight here. Got heated here, guys. We're have a fist fight. <laughs> 
I'm asking Dev what's going on. You got these guys coming into town to talk about uh, the uh, the transit situation in London today. Dev. Yeah, so uh, Laurie Scott and Jeff York will be in London uh, today. Laurie Scott's the new infrastructure minister. Jeff York is the new infra- environment minister. He's the former transportation minister, also the MPP for Elgin, the Middlesex, London. They're going to be at the London Transit Commission at 11 o'clock this morning announcing the province's decision on the 10 transportation projects that the city submitted to the province a couple months ago. This includes the BRT projects. They are what 980 CFBL is being told, going to give them all the green light. This now goes to the province for their approval. And if the province gives their approval, then we can start the whole thing. What an efficient process, huh? Oh, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants a rapid transit, but they sure don't want a rapid process to make it happen. <laughs> Dragging this thing out. Yeah, it's uh, it's all complicated, of course, because like the feds just rose for the the summer. So, does the election get in the way of all this? Do, does it not? Because cabinet still sits even when the, the House of Commons isn't sitting. So cabinet ministers could look over this and say, "Yeah, sure, we're going to do it." Uh, so it's possible this could be done by you know the fall, but uh-huh. uh, we'll see. So th- there's more than just you know BRT included in this. There's uh, more buses. They're going to have uh, improved traffic signals, bike lanes. They are going to uh, <laughs> uh, connect Dundas Place to Parkway, and I think that there's got. I think there's bike lanes somewhere. There's bike stuff. This is the argument Devin and I were just having off the air. We were we were screaming at each other. I, I th- honestly, I thought I was going to have to get in between you guys. It was like Lex Luthor, the two bald guys, Lex two Luthor Lex versus Luthers. One Punch Man. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, Dev, uh, uh, we got the bike lanes on King Street that we've been talking yes. about. And I mentioned that uh, some people on social media that I'm friends with who own businesses on King Street are still really upset about the bike lanes, how they lost their parking spots out in front of their, their businesses, how people are avoiding King Street now because the vehicle traffic is brutal and they're hardly seeing anyone utilize those bike lanes. So they're very frustrated. My suggestion has been since the beginning, why wouldn't they put that bike lane on York Street where there's more room and there's less uh, walk-up business uh, on York Street? Now, Dev, your argument is because you need to have bike lanes going in both directions. Well, like, no no offense to York Street, no one likes York Street. Like, you know, like... (laughs) Oh, tell that to cops build all. <laughs> this guy's rolling up in bikes with two by fours on the no, carrying, <laughs> carrying their lumber out of cops. It's like why on their it, bikes. But the bike paths, like the Fork of the Thames, that bike path comes right out onto York Street. You uh, have multiple lanes to utilize instead of just the two on on King Street. You don't have the traffic coming out of the market. You don't have all the event traffic from Budweiser Gardens. I just think York Street is a much better option. But your argument is you need bike lanes going in both directions. And what I'm saying is you don't have that on King Street. It's a one-way street. You can only go you can only go east on in on those bike lanes. So just make a bike lane going east on York Street and then they can worry about going west. However the hell they were going to do it if there wasn't a bike lane. <laughs> That's not, see, like, we're talking bike lanes, plural. That's like a bike lane. It's like, the whole point of yeah. having bike lanes is they're all but over they the place. Yes, but... I, because I, this is just the start of the process. There's going to be more bike lanes. I love bike lanes. I'm all for bike lanes if they're in the on the right streets. Should be on York Street. Go York Street up, and then you can cut over to Queen Street if you want to go back down the other way. You look at other cities. They have bike lanes all over the place, not uh-huh. just on, like, three streets. 
Yeah, but it would have been an in hindsight, it would have been an easy replacement to move these King Street and a more beneficial replacement to move those over to York. Can we agree on this? No. Like like the, the King Street wow. bike lanes right now. I, I'm, York I'm supporting Street, something York I, don't Street, even, I don't even like. York Street is torn up completely right now anyway, so yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a mess jumps. too. So like, <laughs> like the King Street bike lanes we have right now are just temporary uh-huh. because they're going to be putting in the BRT with the downtown loop. Uh-huh. That's that's what's part of the announcement today. So when so these bike lanes are going to get wiped out, they're going to put in the BRT, and then there's going to be bike lanes there as well. Great, I love bike lanes. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the announcement's a good one later today with uh, with our transit system here in London that is second to none. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun conversation. It's the best transit system in all of London. <laughs> <laughs>